There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Good morning, everyone. How are we doing? Yeah, it is Premier League release fixture day. That's the wrong way around, but who cares? Let's do this thing. Yeah, we're here to talk about who the Reds will be facing on all the significant days, of course. You may or may not have already seen some of the fixtures because, yeah, there might have been a little leaky leak somewhere along the way, but everyone seems to already know who we're facing. So it's about an hour and a half and since uh, the final was at Blue St. Mary's. Liverpool have already signed a World Cup winner, and now we have some fixtures to talk about. So, so, I mean, as ever, with Liverpool's page, which isn't ideal, let's be honest, that's not a great start of the morning for the Reds there. Let's let's be quite frank about it. But I think we can I think we can talk about them already, to be fair, can't we? Let me know in the chat what we're thinking. I've seen some comments already, people talking about the possibility of facing Luton away, and other people saying it might well be Chelsea away. It can't be Luton away for what it's worth, actually, because they have already asked, much like Liverpool, to play their first game of the season away from home themselves. Just trying to find the official release because Liverpool did put it on their Twitter. That page doesn't work. That is not a great start from them. Let's be dead honest about it. Um, DD asks, um, where's Paul these days? I'll bring that coming up. He's just on holiday at the moment, mate. He's, uh, yeah, he's just having some time off before coming back with a vengeance very shortly, I am sure. So here we go. Now we've got some fixes. Liverpool's website has decided to work for me this time around. Let's just scroll down. So, yeah, as expected, as I think we all knew, it is um, Liverpool will begin the 2023-24 Premier League season with an away fixture away against Chelsea. So the Reds start a new campaign on Sunday, August the 13th with a trip to Stamford Bridge for 4.30pm kickoff that will be shown live on Sky Sports. An Anfield clash with AFC Bournemouth and an away game at Newcastle United will follow in the opening month. And a home meeting with Wolverhampton Wanderers on Sunday, May 19th is how Jurgen Klopp's men will conclude their league schedule. So that's the final day of the season already wrapped up there for us. So yeah, let's have a proper look at some of these fixtures then. So yeah, as I said, Chelsea away, first game of the season. Ugh. I mean, they're... Always nil-nils, aren't they, quite frankly? And pretty, pretty dour ones at that. Chelsea, as things stand, are in a mess. They've got a million footballers on the books. Let's hope that's still the case when the time, um, by the time 13th of August rolls around, to be honest, because yeah, we don't need them getting any shape when we've got to go there. Um, away from home, first day of the season. Yeah, quad bod in the chat. 
unfortunately, yeah, I uh, I tend to think you might be right. Uh, Quadbod says that's a guaranteed one point on day one. Yeah, if recent history um, is to come to fruition again, uh, that will most certainly be the case. So, yeah, let me know what we're thinking about those early fixtures. It's a really tough start, actually, for the Reds. I wanted to talk about... Um, we'll go through all the significant days while I'm here, but I do want to talk about the, the start and especially sort of the away from home little run we've got. Obviously, we started Chelsea away from home. We then got Bournemouth at home. Can we repeat that 9-0? Who knows? That'd be lovely, wouldn't it? A nice little 9-0 again on a sunny day in August. Then we go up to Newcastle, up to St. James's Park away. That's really tough, obviously. We then got Villa at home. That's also tough. Unai Emery, Aston Villa, a completely different proposition. And then away again at Wolves. Uh, not ideal, like a difficult place to go, I think we'd all probably agree. But then the real tricky back-to-back away has come further down the line. We've actually got Spurs and Brighton away back-to-back. That's Alexis McAllister's return to the Amex, of course, his um, first time back there, this time as a Liverpool player. And yeah, hopefully it'll be a happy homecoming from our point of view for him. But yeah, that... That is a brutal run of away fixtures, quite frankly. Chelsea, Newcastle, Wolves, Spurs and Brighton. Could have been easier, I think it's fair to say. And as much as we joke about Chelsea away, first game of the season being an absolute sort of nailed on nil-nil bore fest like they have been in recent times, I... Yeah, that also could have been easier. Again, we joke about sort of playing promoted teams all the time on the opening day of the season. I would have bit your hand off for Sheffield United at home compared to Chelsea away. Let's put it that way. And we had a super chat in. I'll just bring this up now. Dave, with six euros. Nice one, Dave. Not a single early kickoff. Bless the Europa League, right? Yeah, I think one of the... Um, one of the plus points with the Europa League on, on the saving graces is probably that we're not going to play 12-30 on a Saturday very often, which is a fixture, Jurgen Klopp is renowned for hating. So yeah, we won't see loads of them. There's obviously still going to be loads of movement with some of these fixtures. They've actually got, like obviously the half four at Chelsea opening day. That's already sort of nailed in. And a lot of them are down as three o'clock Saturdays. Bournemouth, Newcastle, Aston Villa, Wolves, West Ham, Spurs and Brighton. Our next five fixtures are actually all down as three o'clock Saturday. I don't think that'll remain the case, to be honest. Obviously TV will play a part in that and will the aforementioned Europa League because... When you're in the arse end of East Macedonia on a Thursday night, you're not likely to get back for three o'clock on a Saturday to go to the London Stadium, for example, or Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, whatever it may be. So, yeah, do keep letting me know um, what we think in the chat as well. And actually, Frith raises a good point. I've been dogs by us. All games are going to be hard, but let's not worry. We are LF. So, yeah, I, I make you right. I think. And we need to just sort of... These are always a good talking point, aren't they? And I go through more significant dates in just the moment. We just talk about the start of the season because if we are going to challenge again at the top of the Premier League that we all want and some might expect Liverpool to do, especially if the summer transfer window goes as we all hope um, and as planned, then it is imperative you get off to a good start. Like we see in last season, we didn't get off to a great start. Obviously, we dropped points on the first day away to Fulham. And... Never truly recovered, if we've got to be brutally honest about it. But if you lose ground early doors to a team, a juggernaut like Manchester City, it can be impossible to catch up. Now, we all know Arsenal made the brightest start to the start of last season and City caught them up. But when you're competing against teams like that, you do need to be nigh on perfect. So it's an interesting one. But actually, Friff does raise the point. Yeah, as expected... At the end of the day, you play everyone twice, home and away. Yeah, you do have to go everywhere and they have to come to us as well. But yeah, it is a particularly tricky start. Um, Not favourable, I think it's fair to say. 
Yeah, um, yeah. Let's see what happens. I want to go through some more significant dates. Actually, I want to um, talk about the Derby days because we will welcome Everton to Anfield on the twenty first of October, and we will head to Goodison Park on the sixteenth of March. It's always October. It feels like that Derby, and um, always seems to be around then. So yeah, that's what John Thomas brings up a comment as well. He said, need a good start, Dan. What are the opening fixtures? Yeah, I'm not going to go through Manchester City's and Arsenal's and our rivals' opening fixtures because Chris and Chloe will be taking my place um, over on Redmen Plus shortly after I finished here. So I'll let them talk about in a bit more depth what we're going to be up against in terms of what our rivals are doing and all that kind of stuff. But I just want to have a quick flick through some more of the fixtures while I'm here. So I go into September now. Uh, yeah, I've already mentioned the West Ham, Tottenham, Brighton. Then, like I say, we go to, well, Everton come to us. Back to back with Nottingham Forest at home. Then we make the trip to Luton Town, that famous or infamous trip to that away end whereby you have to go from somebody's back garden to get into the actual stand. Brentford at home, always a tricky proposition. And then, and then, ladies and gentlemen, after 36 points have already been on offer, we welcome, well, sorry, rather, we go to Manchester City, we go to the Etihad on the 25th of November, three o'clock, as things stand. That fixture, let me tell you, will not be staying at three o'clock on a Saturday. I can pretty much bet my life on that. So, yeah, Liverpool goes to the Etihad, 25th of November, having already competed for 36 points by that point. Now, if we're in, I don't want to say if we're in touching distance, but if we're in a position whereby that fixture can either put us ahead of Manchester City or take us clear of Manchester City, I'll be a very happy man, quite frankly, because, yeah, by that point, like I say, I've already mentioned our tough away start, especially we've got a really difficult run. Um, we were never going to be at home on the first day of the season because obviously we're, we ourselves, like Luton, are doing work on the ground. Um, the Anfield Road end will not be ready in time for the first game of the season, so we are away to begin with. Um, but yeah, Manchester City on the 25th. I'll bring John's comment up again. More than everyone, by the way, people just joining the chat. Um, John Somers, hi Dan, how's the stadium going? Will it be done? No, it won't be done quite in time. Like I say, it will be just after. Um, we are at home to Bournemouth, second game of the season, so you're literally talking a matter of days, essentially. Um, yeah, morning. Um, yeah, going into December now, somebody just mentioned we've got a good December. Actually, Friff it was, actually. Um, brings up that comment. Yeah, the December's nice, and there's a really lovely pattern to December as well. We've got Fulham. A home early doors, newly promoted Sheffield United away, Palace, and then either side, well, either side of Christmas, is it? Manchester United and Arsenal at home um, just before Christmas, I should say. Um, I mean, that is an absolute delight, quite frankly. And then Boxing Day is always a big fixture too. We go Burnley away on Boxing Day, um, which is... You know, it could be easier. I think it's fair to say Turf Moor is never an easy place to go. Also newly promoted themselves. Very different side under Vincent Company, of course. They look to actually play football as opposed to previous incarnations of Burnley, whereby it's very physical. They look to bully you, essentially. So, yeah, that'll be an interesting one. And then 30th of December, Newcastle United at home. So I think actually December, I don't want to say it's kind, but the fact that United and Arsenal are both at home just before Christmas, whereby the atmosphere at Anfield can be particularly special. Again, there's no way they're staying at three o'clock Saturday kickoffs. But that, as December's go, isn't the worst thing in the world. Like, you can't sit here and guarantee what will it be, nine, 18, 21 points out of 21. But it's mouthwatering as a proposition, is what I'd say. Like, that 
16th, 23rd, 26th, 30th. Three of those four games at home. Burnley away on Boxing Day. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. It is pretty exciting, I must admit. And um, I want to go into the second half of the season in just a second. Um, but before I do, let me just bring something up here. One second. Yeah, we got Wolves there. Newly promoted. Yeah, I wanted to just touch on. I've already touched on the newly promoted um, sides. We got Luton and Sheffield United there, and I want to touch on the running in just a moment. But before I do, it's important that we remember and we talk about actually and um, we talk about AFCON because it looks like AFCON's going to play a part again for Liverpool this season and in particular Mohamed Salah of course so it runs on the 13th of January to the 11th of February and the Anfield Talk earlier tweeted that there's a good chance that Mohamed Salah will potentially miss Bournemouth away Chelsea at home Arsenal away and Burnley at home now it's obviously the two fixtures in the middle of them that you look at particularly and go that's far from ideal. Like in previous years, obviously we've lost Sadio Mane and Mohamed Salah at that time of the season. So yeah, not ideal, far from ideal to lose Mohamed Salah for any period of time. But four games in January is, yeah, is not not handy. Um, Oisha McClinchy says, Bloody Burnley away on Boxing Day brings back memories of Ragnar Klavan last minute winner. Yeah, I remember from the free kick, wasn't it? Bounced once, goes to the back post. Clavan arrives. Um, I always remember Oxley Chamberlain in that game as well, for some reason. Don't know why. He's a very vivid memory there. Um, they go into February. There. Oh, I'll tell you what is that an interesting one, actually. That Chelsea game I just mentioned, that's on the Wednesday night at 8 o'clock at home at the end of January. Like, that is very, very interesting. And Liverpool's official website here, flag up the, the Saturday the 13th, um, Bournemouth away, this fixture is subject to change to the weekend of January 20th as part of the league's mid-season break. So there's another mid-season break in there. There'll obviously be FA Cup fixtures as well to fit in around January, plus all our Europa League commitments. They'll come back in February. And speaking of February, Darcel away, Burnley at home, Brentford away. We welcome Luton to Anfield just there. Then we go into March, and that's the second Manchester City fixture. So again, I'll say it again for Manchester City, if we are fighting tooth and nail with them by that point and that game has a lot riding on it in terms of Premier League titles then I'm fine with that if it means we can go much further clear of them then I'm even more fine with that quite frankly Everton away follows that notoriously difficult for obvious reasons Goodison Park and like I say if we are fighting for a Premier League title by that point they're going to want to do everything in their power to stop us April is Quite a kind month, actually, I want to say. Now, obviously, you can't count chickens when it comes to anything, but we kick off April with Sheffield United at home, Manchester United away, which is obviously tough. Palace at home, Fulham away, West Ham away. Now, a couple of difficult aways right at the end there, but in terms of actual opposition, if we are in a running for a title, then you'd have bit your hand off for that, wouldn't you? Let's be honest. Um, let me know what you're predicting for the opening game of the season. And don't just say nil-nil, because that's too obvious. Liverpool, Charlie, so Liverpool 5, Chelsea nil. At Stamford Bridge, I mean, I'll take it. Uh, Brett Pearce, as he's just joined, who are we kicking off the season against? No, he hasn't. Yeah, he has, yeah. Um, Brett Pearce, we have got Chelsea away at Stamford Bridge. Sunday, 4.30pm, August the 13th, first game of the season, yeah. Ocean McClinchy says 1-1, one, one. yeah. I mean, I said earlier, dropping points early season is far from sort of the, the plan especially when you're trying to compete again with a team like Manchester City and indeed Arsenal. I mean, getting back in the top four has to be our first aim, sort of first and foremost. But 
I don't think dropping points early season is an option and we've got a really tough run, especially of away games. So despite it being a difficult place to go and like I say, recent history between Liverpool and Chelsea would suggest a bad game of football and a draw is very much on the cards. If we could get out of there with a win, it'd be an absolute, absolute brilliant result. Um, Giggles, God, no, nine. Number nine. Giggles, God, number nine. Difficult. Um, three, two, McAlley. Steer. It's an interesting way of writing it. Uh, last minute winner. You'll never walk alone. Yeah, I'd bite your hand off for that as well, quite frankly. I really would. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway. Like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Um yeah, I just want to come to the running then now. Again, we just touched on April and like I say if we are in competition for the Premier League title, then I'd take that April all day long. Um, but May, May's actually not the worst either, to be honest with you. Our sort of final two, what's that, five, eight games of the season. Like, if we need to go on a mad run like we did a few seasons ago to even stay close to Manchester City, our final eight games of the season, I'd have took, take out Manchester United away, I would be delighted with them. Like, on paper, our most difficult fixtures after that are probably that Aston Villa away game looks tough in the penultimate game, but then we're Wolves at home final game of the season. Of course we are. Again, we're Wolves at home. Can we get revenge for that Wolves at home fixture a couple of years ago when Manchester City obviously broke our hearts? Yeah, Reese McArdle in the comments actually says, Wolves last game again, not winning the league. I can understand your point of view on that. Oishin McClinchy says, another crazy 4-3 against Spurs in the end of the season. I'll take that. Yeah, so will I. If that means, like I say, our title hopes can fight another day, then I would absolutely take that. But yeah, Reese says, Wolves last game again, not winning the league. Um, I hope you're wrong in terms of that. Obviously, it'd be nice to go, be a bit poetic, wouldn't it, to uh, come full circle and actually win the league, having played Wolves at home. A slightly less nervous day would do for me as well. If we could just take the lead early in that one instead of actually going behind the game in the game early. Um, and I think it's who said that there. There we go. Bring that up again. Carl Zilla asks, 
Um, there is the Ev. I'll go through the Derby fixtures as well, just quickly. Let me just find them again. So, yeah, we go to Goodison Park, middle of March, Saturday the 16th, 3 p.m. Again, the, all these 3 p.m. Like, we've got a whole month of 3 p.m. there, according to this, in February. Like, I would be amazed. Like, the only game I could genuinely see staying at 3 o'clock there, perhaps that Luton game at home, but even then, I'd be, I'd be surprised. That would be 5.30, probably Brentford away on a Saturday. It normally is. Burnley at home. I mean, that could be the Sunday. Europa League is going to play a huge part. It's going to scoop up a lot of these fixtures, obviously. And the first derby day of the season is Saturday the 21st. Again, 3 o'clock at home. Everton uh, come to Anfield. So, yeah, let me know what we're feeling. Is that a, a fixture list that suggests Liverpool are going to win the Premier League? Is that a fixture list for Premier League winners? Um, let me know. People have already predicting who's going to get relegated. Tell me who's going to win the league then in that case, because Pete B says, I think it is your relegated size, Luton, Sheffield United, and the Ev. The Ev finally, after circling the drain for two stroke three seasons, they're finally going to go down, are they? Um, I've got some positivity in the chat as well. Liverpool Charlie says, we will win the treble this season. Do you mean League Cup, FA Cup, Premier League, or do you mean League Cup, or one of the domestic cups, the League and the Europa League? Let me know. And if so, whichever one of them is, why not all four? Like, I understand. I'm sat here looking at a fixture list with like four more players needed to be signed. So I understand there's a lot of work to be done before we can get two carried away. But we have some fixtures. We have some hope. We have optimism. Um, let's see what happens. You'll never walk alone, says, I want 38 wins. Yeah, we all want 38 wins. Just lost that. There we go. Uh, yeah, we all want 38 wins, let's be honest. Uh, is that likely? Feels like a no, to be honest. An invincible season would do for me, something we obviously look like we're going to do for a long time before Watford came along and spoiled the party at Vicarage Road. That one fateful night. Um, Ocean again in the comments there. Depends what situation is with title race, top form with Europa League. If we're still in it, a lot of probable 2pm Sunday, not on TV, which ain't great. Yeah, I think we'll... I understand your point, but I think there's a good chance we'll be on telly. Especially if we are in a title race, I think we'll always get put on telly on a Sunday because we are going to get moved around a lot, like inevitably we always do. But yeah, I think if we do get put to Sundays, regardless of who we're playing, I think there's a good chance um, we are still able to be watched. Um, Ocean again, need that Europa League final in Dublin for the Irish shows, that myself. Yeah, we just need that Europa League final in Dublin, mate, to be honest. Um, I've already booked my trip over to Ireland for the dates of the final, so. Yeah, just get me that final, quite frankly. That'll do for me. Um, yeah, final couple of things now before we wrap up. Just want to go through the last couple of bits and pieces. Uh, yeah, very tricky start, like I mentioned earlier. Really tough run of away games. But listen, ultimately, you've got to play them all twice. Once home, once away. You've got to try and beat them all. It is what it is. Like, there's some difficult runs in there. I actually don't think it gets harder than the start, quite frankly. I, I genuinely believe if we can sort of get away from that first nine, ten run of games, before that Man City game, for instance, the Man City game, which is, I'll just tell you now, the first date of that. So we go to the Etihad on the 25th of November, having played 12 games. If we can come, if we can go there after 12 games and we've picked up 30-plus points from them, I'll be delighted with that. I will, because it's a really tough start. 
And I said earlier, the aways are particularly difficult. And our away form last season was obviously abysmal. So, yeah, I think it's just about getting through games. If, like I say, if we're going to compete again, then we're going to need to be a lot tougher than we were last season. We're going to need to show a lot more. We're going to, the quality is going to need to be better. Um, yeah, all of the above, really. Um, United and Arsenal just before Christmas in December. I'm just flicking through things, some key talking points. AFCON in, in January into February is not ideal. If Mohamed Salah goes deep into that, we could miss him for four fixtures, potentially. That's far from ideal. Uh, Vidu says here, to win the league, we need 100-plus points. Perhaps. Perhaps, yeah. Um, it's felt like that for a few years now. Obviously, the season we've just just had, that wouldn't have done it. Like, you'd have needed far less than that. So, yeah, I mean, if, you, if we do need that many points, then you're going to need essentially the perfect start of the season because as the season goes on when Europa League starts to take effect and different cup competitions also take effect you will inevitably drop points so I think that 100 point barrier is where we should be aiming for definitely that's where every team who's got sort of any aspiration to win the title should be aiming for quite frankly Arsenal never felt like a team that were going to reach 100 points did they so therefore they never felt like a team that was truly going to win the league Um, but yeah anyway Couple more chats before I wrap up. It's Crossbow with a super chat, £1.99, top man. When can we purchase tickets? I want to get some. There is the $50 million stroke one ninety nine question. And um, listen, mate, Liverpool's official website. Ticket details, I would imagine, won't be too far behind. It's not going to matter first day of the season if you want to go to Anfield, because of course we have a way, a Stamford Bridge. But yeah, um, Tickets are like gold dust, uh, especially for Anfield, despite the fact that the Anfield Road stand will be opening and will give us some more seats. It's still just so difficult. And a lot of those seats are going to hospitality as well. I know they've built, built some new sort of boxes and hospo seats in there as well. So not easy. Some went to season tickets, some more will go to members. Just, just try and try and try because it is worth it. It's a difficult, arduous task to get tickets to go watch the Reds. But it's always worth it in the end. Hearing you'll never walk alone before a game, before kickoff is just, nothing beats it, quite frankly. I've been to Anfield countless times. Like I'm not even going to, I'm not sitting here bragging, by the way, but I have. And doesn't matter how many times you've been, nothing ever tops it. It gets you every single one. So yeah, find a few comments for everyone. How are we feeling? Are we confident? Can we avenge Manchester City and get some final day comeuppance as we face Wolves? Let's be honest about it. Um, yeah more ticket chat when did this descend into ticket chat Jean-Luc Conway how do you manage to get tickets I'm just a member mate and I'm just lucky um, to be honest with you occasionally get on there bright and early queue up like an absolute lunatic and just watch a seat occasionally pop up and I mean very occasionally Sean Hughes says Europa League could be a positive for us this season can rotate well Europa League keep or five or six main players fresh for the Premiership I haven't heard it called the Premiership for a while but yeah I take your point Sean and I make you right actually it's one of the, the few positive spins I've been able to put on the Europa League in terms of not needing to play all the big guns all the time now that's not to say like some Mohamed Salah Virgil van Dijk Alisson etc won't play in the Europa League because I think they will but there is scope especially perhaps towards the back end of the group stage and hopefully we've already qualified to rest and rotate a hell of a lot more. We might see some more youngsters, some more exciting youngsters as well, like Sir Ben Doak, you know, Bobby Clark, Connor Bradley perhaps sort of filling in for Trent at right back if he sticks around. 
there's definitely potentially more scope to do that, perhaps more than there ever was in the Champions League. So it might it might bode well for what we're able to do in the Premier League. That's that's hopeful. Um, that's obviously wishful thinking for my part because we've got to be optimistic. We have. I've seen some people in the chat talking about we need signings and people anxious about signings. I get that. But at the end of the day, we've got our fixtures now. It's not easy, Benish Stretch Imagination, that start. It really isn't. But we have to be optimistic. There has to be cause for optimism. Um, we've already signed one World Cup winner who I believe is going to be an absolute revelation for the Reds. Hopefully a couple more can follow. That's uh, my my hopes, dreams, plan, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, final couple of comments before I actually wrap up. I want to tell you the very, and yeah, I may as well have, quite frankly, Stu Bissett, yeah, may as well have. I'm, I'm thinking of setting up. I am thinking of setting up. I know I'm just a ridiculously early bird, quite frankly. So I was the one put on the early stint this morning. Chris and Chloe will be following me over on Redmen Plus to give you even more detailed reaction to the fixtures. And they're going to look at the other team's fixtures as well, especially Manchester City, Manchester United, etc., etc. Um, But yeah, I just get up like five o'clock every morning, mate, if it was always going to be me on this one, wasn't it? Let's be honest. Um, Jal10 says... Jai 10, sorry. I was angry seeing City win the treble. Surely our players feel the same. Yeah, I imagine they do. I would be amazed if any of them watched it, quite frankly, because I know I couldn't watch it at the end. Soon as City scored, that was me done. Um, and I imagine Trent, Curtis Jones, Alisson, Mohamed Salah. We've seen Mohamed Salah's tweet. He'd have been livid watching that, quite frankly. So there will be a there will be motivation for the Reds to come back and topple Manchester City this season, I should hope. Um, yeah, final couple of uh, bits now. We can win you, I believe, this season. Yeah, we can. Absolutely can. Anyway, just going to run through the fixtures once and for all, just to let everybody know exactly what's going on for Liverpool as the season approaches. We start the season, Chelsea away, Sunday, 4.30pm. Set your diaries, set your calendars, set your watches. Stamford Bridge, hopefully not another snooze fest. Hopefully the Reds can actually get the job done. And hopefully in some style. Then we welcome Bournemouth to Anfield for what will be the unveiling, I imagine, of the Anfield Road stand. Perhaps another 9-0 install there. We can all hope, can't we? Newcastle away is the second of what is a particularly tough run of early away fixtures. Then we go to Wolves away not long after. Tottenham away not long after that. And then Brighton away not long after that either. And Alexis McAllister will be returning to the South Coast there. The first derby of the season is currently penciled in for the 21st of October. That will be at Anfield. We go to newly promoted Luton Town away early November. And then it's Manchester City at the Etihad on Saturday the 25th of November as things stand. Yeah, there we go. Difficult. Very difficult. I've said earlier, if we can get to sort of 30 plus points by that point, then sign me up right now because going to the Etihad with 30 points behind us from the 36 available is a good place to be, quite frankly. And if that game means we can go ahead of them or further clear, sound. Uh, December, people earlier on in the chat were saying December looks quite kind. I tend to agree with you. Fulham at home, first game of the season, though we all know how difficult an opponent they were last year. Newly promoted Sheffield United away after that. Crystal Palace away after that. And then Manchester United and Arsenal back-to-back at Anfield just before Christmas. I mean, if that doesn't get the juices flowing for the new season, I don't know what will. Boxing Day fixture is a personal favourite of mine. That's Burnley away. Yeah, potential to be sticky. And then Newcastle at home right at the end of December. 
January is a little bit different. Only two Premier League fixtures currently scheduled in for January and even one of them could change. We might be impacted by AFCON for this as well. Mohamed Salah could well be competing for Egypt in that competition. Remains to be seen. But we go Chelsea and Arsenal back-to-back across January and February. And then the only real sort of standout fixtures after that, we've got City at Anfield on the 9th of March. Then it's the Derby straight after on the 16th of March. That's at Goodison Park. And then the actual running itself, for me, starts in April. Sheffield United at home, Manchester United away, Crystal Palace at home, Fulham away, West Ham away. And then May, the final three games of the season, see Liverpool host Tottenham, Aston Villa away, which could potentially have a lot riding on it and be really difficult, let's be honest. And then we finish the season with Wolverhampton Wanderers at home, Sunday the 19th of May at four o'clock. Yeah. If we're sat here on Friday the 17th of May saying, can Liverpool beat Wolves to win the league? Then... I will be an incredibly happy man. Let's put it that way. Um, yeah. Thank you very much for all your interaction for this. Um, Brian Atkinson just quickly says, nearly all our fixtures will be on a Sunday. Yeah, they will. Hopefully he's going to play a huge part in when these fixtures get played. But as a rough guide, we now know what Liverpool face this upcoming season. So yeah, thank you very much for all getting involved. I mentioned earlier, Chris and Chloe will be on this very set very shortly over on Redmen Plus, giving a more detailed reaction as well as looking at some of our rivals fixtures. Yeah, forever football. We might win the league. We just might. Who knows? That, to me, looks like a fixture list of a football team who have every every single chance of winning the league. So, yeah, let's go and do that, shall we? I will see you all again soon. Take it easy. It's been a pleasure. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.